Season 3, Episode 28, February 28, 2022. Hi, I'm Lewis Lampley. Welcome to this edition of Journey of Discovery. In this episode, I will complete the topic, Jesus Became Our Complete Savior. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, we read, But we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely, Jesus crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, bring in many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell of your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise again. I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I am the children God has given me, since therefore the children sharing flesh and blood. He himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death, he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. In our last episode, we learned that because of Christ's death on the cross, he became our substitute. The text says, for it was fitting that he for whom and by whom all things exist in bringing, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering verse 10 of Hebrews 2. Second, because of the death of Christ on the cross, he became our salvation captain. Our salvation captain. Don't miss the significance of the participle fitting, fitting. What God did through the humiliation of Jesus Christ was perfectly consistent with his sovereign righteousness and holiness. In other words, without Christ's humiliation and suffering, there could be no redemption. Without redemption, there could be no glorification. Thus the term, captain of their salvation is a heavy term. The term contained, the term captain in this, in that caption, captain of their salvation, so that term captain is also used in Hebrews 12, 2 and Acts 5, 31. It could be translated pioneer, leader, or originator. Here it comes. Christ is the source, the initiator, 
and the leader in regard to salvation. He has led the way into heaven as a forerunner, as our forerunner. Verse 10 uses the word perfect. In his divine nature, Christ was already perfect. However, his human nature was perfected through obedience as high priest. He was also an example for believers and established the perfect righteousness to be imputed to the believers. Third, because of his death on the cross, Jesus became our sanctifier. For he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all one source. All of one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will tell your name to my brothers. And in the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. Listen intently to the meaning of the word sanctifies. Sanctification sets a person apart for service through purification from sin and conformity to the holiness of God. Verse 12 says, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praises to you again. I will put my trust in him again. Here I am and the children whom God has given me. In John chapter 17, Jesus prayed, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. The phrase brethren is a quote from Psalm 22:22. Jesus had taught that those who do his will, or the will of the Father, in obedience to his word, are his brothers and mother. Matthew 12:50 and Luke 8:21. Listen to Listen, he never, he never directly referred to his disciples by the title brethren until after his resurrection. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 10, he did it. And also in John 10, John 20, verse 17. So not until he had paid the price for their salvation did they truly become his spiritual brothers and sisters. The use of the term demonstrates his full identification with mankind in order to provide complete redemption. Because Jesus died, he became our substitute, he became our salvation captain, and our sanctifier. Fourth, because of his death on the cross, he became our Satan conqueror. Is that good? Satan conqueror. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise 
partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. The Greek word for partaken means fellowship, communion, or partnership. And shared means to take hold of something that is not related to one's own kind. So the Son of God was not by nature flesh and blood, but took upon himself that nature for the sake of providing redemption for his people. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. Fifth, because of his death on the cross, he became a sympathetic high priest. For indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in the things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people, for in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. It's good to know that our Lord Jesus Christ is able to help us when we are tempted. Therefore, we can go boldly to the throne of grace that we might receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. And we are always in need. In closing, here is a praise response from Psalm 68, verse 4. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him who rides on the cloud by his name Yahweh and rejoice before him. Keep this in mind as you go through the, through the day and the rest of this month or the rest of this year. On the cross, Jesus bore our sins so that we can bear his righteousness. On that cross, God treated him as if he committed believers' sins and treats believers as if they did only the righteous deeds of the son, the sinless Son of God. So with Philip P. Bliss, the believer can exclaim, Hallelujah, what a Savior. Man of sorrow, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Well, that's it for now. I am wishing for you an amazing day. So cheer up and be glad in it. Good day. Thank you.